0: that's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad After Show.
1: Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. us for doing it. We are doing another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Breaking Bad, Season 5, Episode 6, entitled... Buyout. I'm your host, John Cummerford. I'm joined on this on the panel this evening with Phil Svitek,
2: filling in for great Kevin Undergaro. Yes. And I will have catches of the Week and everything like that, that Kevin brings, so fear not. Yes. And we, of course, from uh, always, Kristen Snyder. Hi, guys.
1: And joining me over here to my left is Tamara Berg.
3: Filling in not very well, but filling in for <laughs> Maria Menounes <laughs> as, <laughs> as well as I can.
1: Manning the booth is our own Ben Gineer, Big Ben Bottomley. Hi, <laughs> enthusiastic, <laughs> enthusiastic man kind of, as always. Lots to talk about today. Uh, so many things happening. Walt uh, Heisenberg uh, coming to, uh, into its full fruition. But let's get started with the aftermath from last week. The cleanup effort that took place. Oh, good heavens! I was really intrigued by this opening <laughs> sequence because I love the way they did it. They shot it. That no sound, just the music playing underneath the images and eerie and just uh, uncomfortable, strange and weird, but very And effective. a departure
2: from their normal teasers. Yes. You know, usually, especially like from season three to season four, they knew that people wanted the expectation of what happens next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they'll throw in something like not what happens next yeah. and leaves for a loop like they did with last episode, but it ends up paying off now. It's good that they showed us immediately what we want yeah, to a see. A
1: complete continuation from last week's episode, which is still reeling for me because of how they did it and what had happened. So the first thing they're doing, of course, is getting rid of all the evidence, uh, dismantling. Um, you know, th- they're they're used <laughs> to putting things in buckets and Wait, pouring acid have, into yeah, them. Yeah,
3: dismembering <laughs> the motorbike. Exactly. Really. Yeah, and and what, it was very disconcerting to watch. Wasn't
1: it? I mean, it felt. And I was saying to somebody earlier, so they like as they were dismantling it, they're just pulling all these pieces apart, like and. I know this is weird and a little over-top uh, analysis, but it was like they were dismantling their souls with every little piece they were oh, putting I in like that bucket.
4: Good point. Well,
2: you yeah, know, it was interesting. Uh, Todd was the only enthusiastic one, whereas, uh, yeah. I'll, right. I'll, for lack of a better term, the two old guys <laughs> <laughs> seem like they've already, you know, they been through this multiple times.
4: Yeah.
5: I like that they let Todd do most of the work. Well, yeah,
2: he did the mess,
1: so they were having him clean up. Clean but, up. Uh, but, of course, the one person not there... It's Jesse, which we wouldn't expect him to be, but the fact that he wasn't even in the building, I think, spoke volumes.
5: And foreshadowed. Yes,
1: exactly what was to happen after they were (laughs) done with their work.
5: Well, one
2: last point. I think, um, you know, despite Mike having done this multiple times, I don't know about Todd, but I think they were going off of Walter White's formula of how to do this. So whatever chemicals were being used to destroy this, they were by Walt's direction. Yes,
5: exactly,
1: as they did with Victor and the laundromat or underneath mm. the laundromat uh, last season. So
3: that, that knowledge of chemistry really comes in handy, doesn't <laughs> it? Doesn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, he uses it. Not like, you know, th- oh, those of us who had all our math in high school and college, we probably don't use it as much yeah. anymore. <laughs> Ge- geometry, what? Yeah. So, so they
5: said an act of violence creates and intensifies as many problems as it solves. Yeah. I mean, do you guys see any other way other than getting rid of the kid? I see no. that the kid would have been a problem no matter what.
1: Well, yeah. They, they I mean, I- in their pr- from their perspective, of course, they have to get rid of all the evidence because they can't have anything tracing back to them. So, as horrific as that was, yeah, that's what they had to do.
3: It's just part of the job. <laughs>
1: yeah.
5: Bring in somebody else to do and it, you though. Know it's good that Todd was there. Shit happens. Yeah. Oh. Just that
3: was a quote. <laughs> Boom. That was just a quote. I, I wouldn't. Okay. S- I now I
1: speaking right that. to that, that yeah. was the. L- that's what led to the uh, title sequence. So uh, Yeah. So. Uh, Jess is outside smoking a cigarette. I love that the jug of methylamine was right behind him, the big old thing of it. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. He's just leaning up against it having a cigarette. Well, yeah. It
5: apparently smells like cat piss. Cat piss, yep. That shit happens. And
1: you know, poor Todd, he's just trying to, you know, get in good with the group. You know, I'm just trying to be buddies and pals. Hey, shit happens, right?
3: God, what an incredibly inappropriate thing to say. (laughs) You know what?
1: Well, you know, there's no Emily Post book on that.
3: Well, no. Well,
2: Here's the thing. Whereas, uh, you know, with Jesse, like, all these guys have sort of earned their right to be a part of this group. Yeah. But, you know, especially with Jesse and we've seen with Walt, uh, I would assume with Mike there's always that uh, hesitancy to do it. Whereas I feel like with Todd... It's this expectation of, like, okay, what are the actions that would make me cool? Oh, okay, this is what I have to do. Where, you know what I mean? Yeah, We're he's trying to make it's his bones. It's bone, thought out, so but I'm it's not not as reserved. It's not from a, an altruistic place. No, like not at all.
5: <laughs> I'm not no. sure Todd has a moral code. <laughs> 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 well, it I doesn't know. seem that... You know, him playing with the spider and keeping it, it's just that like he's like a kid. Right, a kid yeah. without you know any type of code or, or experiences, he's just a kid doing these actions, and and it's scary because it's like he was just brought up to be this way. I mean, he has an uncle who has prison prison connections. Yeah, it's sure. like he was kind of raised, you know, in this lifestyle. So, so
1: that's what you took away from him keeping the spider.
5: That's what I took away. Well,
1: anybody else? Any other thoughts on that? Because when I saw that, I was like, I'm not exactly sure what the hell that's about. I'm just I'm just hoping that okay, they're gonna take that. Somewhere else, and you know, we'll see that some idea of that later.
3: Well, you know, a lot of times with uh, with serial killers, yeah. you know, they we'll keep trophies. Um, but I wow, didn't. That's a great that? point. Wow. I, 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 that, so that could be another interpretation of it. That's mm-hmm. not not that he's a serial killer necessarily, right, right. not in the classic sense. Mm-hmm. But but you Maybe know, it his might have been first kill,
1: and he was taking something. Is yeah. It, it? Wow. It could have been Phil. Anything on that?
2: Uh, I agree. I and I, I do actually think it probably would. He's probably been around violence his whole life. Yeah. But I think this was probably his first kill. I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't I'm reading too much into it, but, uh, you know, I go back to, like, Unforgiven, where uh-huh. you had uh, the Schofield kid, and he was yeah. all he talked about was killing, killing. Right. And, uh, you know, Todd obviously didn't talk about that, but he was always enthusiastic to get into the group. Right. And again, going back to just that, for me, that notion of, how do I get in with the group? Well, I have to be a badass like these guys. Right. And that's his interpretation of it.
1: Benjamin, you're the youngest. Hi. What would you think about taking the spider?
6: Um honestly I I just thought it was kind of disturbing because <laughs> he just did it he killed him with such little emotion and yeah, he says he'd right. do it again yeah. and now he's keeping this and it's just creepy and weird and okay s- since
1: you just mentioned that yes he said he'd do it again what do you think of the uh, the conversation he had trying to explain why he did it and rationalize it defending and his defending his, his position the reason why he did so that you know he w- he'd get to stay in the group because you know he's trying to uh, I did it to stay in the group to to be part of this to to help everybody you know I like You said that uh, nobody can uh, see this or witness what we're doing so uh, you know
5: I just took the initiative. Exactly. I like what Mike said. He's flexing.
1: Oh uh, well, that's what he. Well, he was talking about his connections. Right. Not when he made that comment. But
5: I just felt like all of this was. You know what? I I agreed with him for the business side. I don't agree with him morally. Uh-huh. Right. I ag-
2: I agree with him in the sense that you know uh, you know going back to season three, no more half measures, Walt. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know that's always that's been kind of Mike's philosophy, or mm-hmm. certainly trying to do it. And he he took a half measure with Lydia. Right. Um. And, you know, so he he went the full measure. He killed the kid. There was no other choice. Yeah, uh, certainly,
1: again, from his perspective. But what I, I still just go, how naive is it, is it of uh, Jesse to think that they can run a drug business and nobody else gets hurt or killed?
3: Yeah, right. that's incredibly naive.
1: I mean, you know, uh, you just can't keep these un- under under wraps so easily. It's such tight control. Well,
2: especially uh, just if you think about it, their end users – You know what I mean? If you go to that perspective, how many end of you know their end users are absolute degenerates and probably stabbing and killing each other. Point of sale people. (laughs) Yeah.
5: (laughs) Something that I saw was Todd's reaction to like getting rid of the kid and and coming outside and just talking about how you know the the hydrofluoric acid smelled like cat piss, and he was just like you know stuff happens. That reminded me of when Jesse had the serious conversation about the kid again with Walt, and then Walt just goes off whistling. It was like that same kind of reaction that Todd had, I felt Walt had. Like the whistling, like everything's fine, and then and trying to make conversation. And we'll, we'll speak
1: to that in more depth in a little bit. But do you, did you feel that he was uh, happy about it, or he was just nonplussed he, he about it? Didn't Todd? Even,
2: Todd. About? The killing. I think, I think Todd was happy about it. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually, uh, from the way Walt acted... I yeah. don't know if Mike was fully happy with the situation, but I feel like Walt wanted to praise him for doing that. Uh-huh. Right.
1: That, you think that's why he was defending him so much
2: in yeah. the room with the three of them, with Jesse and uh, Mike? I d- yeah, I, th- I think Walt was genuinely proud of Todd for taking on the initiative okay. and saying, this wow. is a man who can rise within my company.
1: So, But I didn't see, I didn't see him have any pride. Uh, th- you saw him prou- proud about that?
2: It's cool. I thought so. I thought so.
5: Yeah, I I agree. Interesting. I I feel like in the end, Todd may be the only one still on Walt's side with this.
2: Yeah, I think
1: so, too, because he just so wants to be part of it.
3: Yeah, but he's he's very unpredictable, obviously. Oh, you yeah. know, he, he did not cannon. tow the party line by no. killing that kid in the first place. But in his
1: mind, he did, because they said no witnesses.
3: Well, but clearly he didn't know the party line. That's true. He, he didn't, didn't know what the line that he shouldn't have crossed, <laughs> because he crossed it. Yes,
4: he
1: did.
3: So, I think he's, he's a bit un- of a loose cannon.
5: Unpredictable partner. when it comes to morals, but I think he's definitely predictable when it comes to getting the job done. We can kind of say whatever it takes, he's right. definitely going to do. right. But, okay, so. But
1: I also think that at the end, uh, when Mike has his little talk with him, jacks him up against the wall, and he yeah. says, "If you ever bring a gun to uh, another uh, uh, um, job, uh, job, job. W- without telling me," and then of course yeah. nobody says after that. Uh, I think that's going to happen again, or something yeah. like that's going to happen again, because
5: he and yeah. Mike might be the one. Which is why to uh, I think he's a loose bullet.
1: cannon. I don't think he's predictable. I think mm-hmm. he's so. Um, anxious to be part of it and to, to show look you I, I'm I, you can you know I'm the guy you can come to me I can do it that he's willing to do things that probably he shouldn't do right? I, and that's, I, that's what we I so absolutely far. agree with because yeah. yeah. what did he said because the, the when they first when Mike first talked to him these guys when he was talking about Walt and Jesse that you don't know them they're ghosts don't talk to The, you know all they said the the first thing he does he talks to them. And he asks them, "Can I ask a question?" That you, uh, right out of the
4: bat,
5: this well, is like me, a he's he's lifelong dream come true for this kid. This is like his aspiring goal. Right. <laughs> well,
2: let me ask you this: Does it remind you of Gus and Walt's relationship, where now Walt is the Gus, and, and you know what I mean? Where uh, Walt may have been trying to appease Gus and begging and pleading, you know, while uh, Gus just kept reprimanding him, and it just obviously deteriorated into. I, I never, I, I, I haven't t- 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 it that way. I
4: no. like that
3: view. I, I, I that might not that. be what it is, but I like mm-hmm. it. My experience of Gus and Walt was that there was so much more fear and there was so much more of a power play and a power struggle between them that was really evident, mm-hmm. and it, that doesn't really appear for me with Todd and Walt. Todd's just like, i got a job to do, and I really want to impress people. He, I don't feel like he's um, intimidated by Walt the yeah. way that mm-hmm. Walt was intimidated by Gus. And That's a
6: good point. Um, Todd is trying he's actively trying to impress them and get yeah. on board with them. Walt just he didn't he couldn't care less about that. He just wanted the money. Yes. He didn't want anything to do with Gus except his money. But, you
1: know, there still is that sense from Walt. I mean, he loves he's st- still a teacher, so he, there is something about Todd where he likes mentoring mentoring put him under his wing and all that kind of stuff. There is still that part of it. But I didn't see that same thing with Gus and Walter. Yeah. So what do you guys yeah. think
6: about um the options that Walt presents? to jesse i mean obviously they're you know what you'd expect uh yes. fire him kill him or keep, keep, him, him, keep close. him close keep your friends now, close he um they of course go with uh keep him and jesse seems kind of upset by that yeah but like what there would he have wanted well there are no other options that's just yeah that's why i'm saying i think
1: he's upset with all of them because he hates the fact that they're in the spot well, mostly because the kid got killed, but
6: yeah, you know, ideally he'd want him to just, just go away. Yeah, I couldn't imagine Jesse wanting more bloodshed over no. this. Which, yeah, which is why they don't choose the disappear option, or dispose of them, I
1: think dispose is the right. <laughs> yeah. how we well, so, uh, yeah.
3: well, and the one thing about option three is that you can always change back to one or two from <laughs> that's three. That's true. I mean, that, seriously, <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. You know, if you yeah. choose three, we can always choose a, a different one so if we gonna want. So they're going
1: to table one and two and revisit those.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I know it sounds funny, but I'm being serious. No, yeah, I, that, I, is, I, that is one of the, you the options. Right. That's, you it's, are it's, right. li- it's the most open-ended right. of the options.
1: Right. And Walt's smart enough to know, keep him closer. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on them, keep mm-hmm. your control on them. Mm-hmm. All right, before we go any further, we want to thank everybody for uh, uh, going to iTunes and downloading and, and get rating and commenting on us. We certainly appreciate all your uh, comments. That really helps us out here, especially the rating because that moves us up on the iTunes things. It keeps our lights on here, etc. So, And uh, it, speaking to that, we will uh, uh, give some of the comments later when we, get to our, uh, when we talk about Catch of the Week and all those.
2: Things. Here's what I'm going to say. What's that? We're moving up into fall, right? Right. And for those of you listening right now, you're part of the Cool Club. No. <laughs> and then true. W- w- when the fall hits, it's going to be even bigger. Right. And by that point, when everyone's saying, oh, I love AfterBuzz TV, and you try to tell them, hey, I knew about AfterBuzz TV months, months ago, they're going to be, I don't believe you. Why, why didn't you tell me anything? Yeah. So tell them now. Yeah. Get that verified that you were, in fact, an AfterBuzz beginner. Nice.
3: <laughs> well, and also, if you put a comment now, then you can have proof to your friends. Yeah. Exactly. There uh-huh. you go. Nice.
1: Nicely done. I like All that. Right. Yep. So, uh, what are we at, 75 countries around the world? Or 75 75? countries, baby. 7 million downloads, are we doing? Uh, a little bit less than that. A little less than little that, John. But you're so optimistic. Whatever are we are, I don't know where we're at. let's so get the I, I can't million. keep track. We're doing if 5 we million a week. All right. That's so a lot. Uh, let's move on to the Skylar and Marie scenes so cuz you know that's also a continuation of last week uh, with uh the Skylar and Walt's continuing d- domestic problems <laughs> 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 the kids being sent to the in-laws. by the way wasn't it great that Marie said oh your your little girl here i just what did she say i, I want to keep, keep her forever. i can keep her forever and last week of course what do we have uh, Hanks and i don't think i'm going to give her back so you know we uh, see that thing yeah. going on, that continuing I don't think
5: that they'll have to I give her back <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) that that, that family's out (laughs) so uh, that was a great scene I loved uh, Anna Gunn the way she was uh, you know it looked like she really did want to tell her sister everything that was going on and and I completely bought it when she was saying look if I tell you you will never look at me the same way again. And I, and I, th- I think that's true.
5: Well, she said, Talk to her again. Do you, really, do you guys really think Marie wouldn't talk to her sister ever again if Skylar told her this? No. I mean, because it's not like Skylar's Heisenberg. I feel uh, like Skylar's no, I still forgivable at this point.
1: Uh, well, it, and again, it would be perspective. From her point of view, no. She's got blood on her hands. She said it once, I don't know, two episodes ago. She's, she thinks she's responsible for a lot of death. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and she's married to a guy. Didn't stu- I mean the guy that she's married to had no problem putting a bomb in a, a retirement old home. folks home mm-hmm. to kill one guy. He was willing to yeah, just put a bomb in there well, to take out one guy. He could uh, Who knows how many people that could have killed? Mm-hmm. And he was okay with that. And she knows that's the guy I'm married to. And yeah,
3: and she doesn't. She's not leaving him. I think that's yeah. part of what what we, you know. Yes, he's a bad guy, but uh, I'm not getting out. Right, and so that you know that that kind of makes her even more culpable yeah. for the things that that Walter is doing.
1: Yeah, because uh, not only is she not getting out, she's not stopping any of it right. either. So, she's yeah. giving tacit approval, accessory after the fact, and now before the fact.
2: And you know, as yeah. uh, we talked about it last week. How um, you know, Marie and, and uh, Hank and keeping the kids and, and Mike August wrote. It was interesting when they when she said we could keep Holly forever.
1: Yeah, the oh. <laughs> we were just.
2: Wait, I was reading Mike August's comments. You rea- yeah, you were reading Mike August. <laughs> comments I feel like Kevin's that. way better at reading <laughs> yeah. Mike August's comments. Yeah, I'm
1: okay. trying to fill in Th- for him. I appreciate <laughs> that. <but laughs> that's cool. All right, so but that, uh, do and then oh my god, the way that played out. We'll get to that. Go ahead. No, no, no. no just then?
3: the the next thing about that scene. That you know, what is the unforgivable thing that you've done? Yeah. And, <laughs> and <laughs> oh, I know. You had an affair. <laughs>
1: you had an affair. Yeah. You have to forgive
3: <laughs> yourself. Uh-huh. Right.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, not very cathartic at all for Skylar to no. get that off her chest.
3: <laughs> no, didn't that feel <laughs> good? Not even
1: on a radar screen of things to be sorry about. Right. Say, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Okay. So, anyway, that, that's all I wanted to touch about that. We'll talk about the rest of it, the, the, the uh, aftermath of that, after we get to the Mike and the, uh, the, his DEA tale. Because I think these things are all spurring the, the motivations for our three main characters we're going to talk about now. So we're, th- we're going to start with Mike and his DEA tale. So uh, he obviously he knows he's been uh, being watched or has yep. been watched since the other guys got picked up. They've already talked to him once uh, uh,
2: at the DEA. So and they're wondering how wh- the reason why he's so good at knowing who's tailing him and when yeah. is because he's tailing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's so good. Right. He slipped every one of his tails. He's such a pro. Well,
1: yeah, because he's listening on he's got of a your bug. yeah That's great. That's helpful. So, yeah, just a little bit to know <laughs> ahead, of, ahead of time what they're going to be doing. But how great was he? I loved him at the park. Just, you know, he's so, the look on his face is just great because he's t- so, you know, uh, nothing really hits him or affects him until it does, and then it's just right in the eyes. Anyway, Um we got to see Gomi play a uh, detective which was nice we haven't seen I don't know who the new guy was I didn't get his name but uh, how about the little le- you know did anybody else have trouble reading the little letter note he left for everybody yeah what did it say did it say, did it say you yeah, I can't find. it's a little pixelated yeah. wasn't sure
4: <laughs>
3: from you
1: maybe our viewers and <laughs> listeners can uh, help us out with that no we actually Call don't because I'm <laughs> sure no. they'll just all say that to us yeah So. <laughs> well they do anyway <laughs> 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 All right, but of course, that's what uh, causes Mike to decide, okay, that's it, I'm out, yeah so.
5: yeah, and he's just so tired too he's you a think man that he's tired? I do I mean, he's a man with very few illusions about who he is and what's going on here, and I just think he's gotten to the point where I mean they're calling him a senior citizen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's starting to believe it.
1: And we, we got to see the grandchild again, so the granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So we know that's the the motivation to get out of it.
5: That n-
2: not that there w- ever was a passion for it, but it'd right. be like if you just said, "All right, Phil, we have to go and kill this person." It'd be um. like, "All right, let's yeah. go." I gotta do you it. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's just nothing behind it, no emotion. No, it's all yeah. It's yeah, just, just business. The job. It's yeah. all well. It's all been drained out of him. I don't think
1: there's, yeah. any, there's anything left. I think the only thing he cares about is the is the granddaughter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. else is just just. Non-existent to him, because okay. what else? To because everything else has been all the illusions that you talked about have been wiped away, and, and all the illusions. all the
3: things that were requiring that he stay, like that, you know, that he was beholden to Gus, and mm-hmm. and you know had these the people that he's paying out, you know, all of that stuff is all handled at this right. point. So there's no requirement that he be there. There's no passion, you know. And, you out. know,
2: like Scott right, Scott's whole thing is, you know, these guys are going to come knocking on our door. Yeah. Well, the verse is true for him. The DEA is knocking on his. Th- again, he yeah. can't go to the park without yeah. being tailed. And yeah. that's his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're knocking.
1: And there's nowhere for him to go. And he knows because he's listen- he listening to the, the, the bug that they're going to just stay on him. They're going to wait for him to screw up. And he knows, even as a professional, he knows at some point we're going to make a mistake yeah. because some everybody always does. Yeah. And so he just wants out. So that's where his motivation comes in for the whole uh, buyout decision.
2: Well, he's smart, too, because uh, Hank is, the un- you know, the uncle of, of Walt Jr. and all that. Like, yeah. there's so... It, it's incestuous. Yeah. so it's, it's a Greek it tragedy here. Yeah, yeah a lot of tentacles. <laughs> so he's smart in that sense. Yeah. Like, you know, it just makes sense. Even yeah. if there was no relationship, I could see that, but it's yeah. just too close to home.
3: Yeah.
1: So the next thing I wanted to talk about was Jesse seeing that news report. You know, because I think it was, obviously, it was sh- extremely traumatic for the kid to get killed and the ho- going through all that. And then, of course, when he's flipping the channel, they're doing the cook and they're just waiting. <laughs> By the way, this, the TV shows that they watch, what was it that you were saying, Ben? They
6: just watch the most, well just the highest quality of television. <laughs> <laughs> the the, it
4: the was fake
3: talking caviar. About caviar. Artificial caviar. Yeah.
6: yeah.
5: Which goes... To, to the dinner scene as well when he's scene. talking about. I
1: also think there was some sort of play about the chemistry, but you know because you know, yes. he knows how to make you know, to synthesize right. things, and here's this fake caviar. I mean, I think yeah. that was all kind of that, but I love that the, the so the news report comes on, and you know it's really affecting Jesse. And I thought this was great of Walt. To obviously use that to keep him enmeshed in this whole thing, to keep him. Yeah, but,
2: but I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but moments before that, you could just see Walt's face was like, God, oh, damn geez. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's trying no, to, have to put bolster on him and keep
1: him up and keep them cooking because mm-hmm. of what he has to do. But the, I thought it was great the way he tried to sell it. Let's, look, this we're finally in the director's chair. I mean, we finally get to run our own business, our own way, to make sure that this never happens again. Speaking about the kid, an innocent child being killed ever again. And, you know, it's the one thing he can say to Jesse to keep him connected, to keep him involved in this. And then, for me, the fact that he was whistling, going back to your point from earlier, I, that, I was just, well, what are you doing? You just hooked him again. And I think and it wasn't stupid or anything because he's not a stupid guy, but I, I think what it was is another crack. It was just like him wearing the, the watch. In front of Hank. It's like mm-hmm. his hubris coming out again. Like, yeah, I got him hooked. Now, okay, I did it. And now I'm going to whistle. Wh- wh- and I, I, He knows Jesse's still there does at some he? point. I That's think he does because he doesn't leave. Jesse doesn't leave. He, he goes upstairs. I think he saw him go upstairs. But the no. point is I think he just stopped where he goes, you know what? It doesn't matter.
3: It's co- it's complacency. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, he thinks mm-hmm. he's above all of that. That mm-hmm. I I he'll he'll stay because I want him to stay, and mm-hmm. you know people aren't gonna do ag- aren't gonna go against me now because he's got that god plan- god complex going thing.
5: You it? know I really think that Jesse was happy before Walter White. I mean he was going down the wrong path. But yeah. he was happy. And I feel like once greedy Walter White came in, he's been like struggling to stay above the surface. And now he's carrying all this weight with him. And he's become the victim that we simpl- sympathize, sympathize for with. Um, excuse me. Right. <laughs> but I just feel like he was happier before Walter White. He, well, I I,
6: I, he even says that in uh, season three after yeah. Hank beats the crap out of him. Yeah. He goes into a huge speech about how everything I've loved is dead because of you. Yeah. And how he doesn't. But
1: here's the thing: I don't either. know
6: that he was ever really. I don't think he's
1: ever really happy, been happy because you know? his, his th- parents had just, you know. But but he here's what I think. Happy. Here's what I think. Yeah, speaking to that go. point, is that I think beca- b- the way that Walt has stepped into his life as that father figure, you think that thing he was really hungry for and really needed, mm-hmm. it's just come at a huge price. There
5: you go. So here's what I would say: it.
2: I think, and and uh, Walt reinforces it today. Jesse's always been going through an existential crisis. Right. Mm-hmm. And today, Walt's like. Let's do this for a year. Yeah. Then you could think
1: about yeah, that then stuff. Yeah,
3: exactly. Then you can have your crisis. Your soul <laughs> yeah, searching after down. Yeah.
5: we're done here. It's
1: interesting that he said a year, too, because we know from the first episode that it, it's a year later on that first episode. So he's already he has a plan for that's going to last a year. Yeah. Now, who knows what that is just
2: yet. But, but I you know, so I don't, I don't ever think that um, Jesse was a happy kid. No. He,
5: maybe not. Like, I just don't think that he knew how unhappy he was. You know, that's at what that the time. drugs reform. The drugs, exactly. <laughs> that's I the mean, masking that's what all that pain.
1: For. We're trying to. I mean,
5: but he was the cook. You know, he had. He was captain. Man, cook. On, there you go, Captain <laughs> Cook. <laughs> you know, he cook, was yeah. happier than he was now. Well, I feel like now, he, you just always see tears in his eyes. When I look at Jesse, yeah. I see the weight he's carrying, and I see tears in his eyes. And before Walter White, I didn't see that. I saw a man who felt like he was empowered. He wasn't intelligent, but he felt empowered then, and I don't feel but like. But what he sucks has is
2: he, he has that. You know, we saw him multiple times have that enthusiasm, like, you know, going back to, I believe, the second or maybe the first episode. You know, like, yo, magnets. <laughs> like, how happy he was when they, yeah. you know what I mean? When, and, when he gets these small victories. He was,
1: absolutely, because he, wa- he just desperately wants to be part of a family. He does. And, you know, it's as weird as that is, it's a family. Yeah. So,
6: but, you know. Just a little, I mean, this isn't really... Important. But um <laughs> on uh on his parents' van, you know yeah. how they've got those stickers that show right. your family. Jesse's not in their family. Oh they completely disowned him. It's uh the wow. parents and Jake, his oh, little brother. Yeah. They have those little stick figures wow. of the mom, the dad yeah. and the kids and the mm-hmm. animals
1: and they took his off. Yeah, they're wow. Jesse on there. There you go. Talk about disowning. Jeez. Okay, so anyway, so now we see sh- the Jesse Je- I think in that moment he realized I'm I i my feeling was Walt is either, well, I, I think he was thinking I'm not cut out for this. He's able to whistle after this, and I, I am not ready for this. I don't want this. Uh, he's been, you know, I think in a weird way, he's been trying to get out in some way and stay in He's been conflicted, conflicted the whole time. But now I think that was the thing that, that tipped it for him. And then, of course, when he gets the call from uh, Mike, uh, yeah, Mike, uh, I think now there's a way out, a quick, easy, fat way out because it's a $5 million mm-hmm. payout with nobody getting killed. So, which leads us to the buyout option. Yeah. So, now, you guys are Walt. Do you take it? Is he crazy? <sighs> I yes. mean, I know, we we know yeah. why he's crazy. We will speak to yeah. it in a second. But here's <laughs> the thing: I'm thinking is like, why did he just take the damn thing? Take the yeah. five million. Go get your own, and then you know, get, you, these guys don't want to work with you anyway. I
3: was absolutely on board with Jesse. I needed seven fifty. You're giving me five million. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> I'll take yeah. it. I'm pushing the button.
4: Yeah.
5: You know, it's not about that anymore. Yeah, now he's no. bringing up all yeah. his baggage yeah. and past experiences yeah. to the table. Well, it's yeah, just of course. course it's
2: it's intervals of five, five thousand, five, five million. million. Mm-hmm. Just a few more zeros now. Maybe if it was five billion, yeah, but even
1: course. then, it's yeah. still
4: well, it it's the principle at this point. Empire. Yeah, he
3: wants yeah. the empire. He said so very clearly. So we got
1: introduced to Declan and all this, by the way, which and it'll be interesting. I can't wait to see if he plays a bigger role. He obviously will be in next week, but it'll be interesting how much farther. Ben, call.
2: Put put the spoiler alert thing. Uh, Why is that a spoiler alert? No, I I got a spoiler. Okay. Oh, you got a spoiler. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry. Spoiler alert.
4: Okay, (laughs) dude. For ten seconds, spoiler alert. alert.
2: All right. So for Mike August, uh, we meet Declan. He wants the blue stuff off the streets. Perhaps Walt goes to war with him in Phoenix.
3: Oh. What.
2: All right.
5: You know so what I think? Like our spoilers aren't spoilers; they're just predictions. Well, you know, we get so
2: many people <laughs> being
6: concerned about it, so <sighs>
2: we have to, we, we we have yeah, to respect
4: all of our fans.
6: Yeah, so. people are picky about spoilers. I saw a picture of Jesse sitting at the dinner table yeah. uh, Spoiler like a week ago. Yeah. okay, nice. And sp- people were upset that they saw the picture that oh. Jesse was going to be with Walt and Skylar simultaneously. Wow. Okay. So, so what do we think about
1: Declan? He's pretty smooth character. Huh? He knew he sensed it. S- he sussed it out he that there's gonna be yeah the whole idea that there was way more <laughs> methylamine than was yes. being sold. <laughs> I thought that. By the way, uh, one of the things that I saw a lot in this episode, wh- especially when the car was driving up, out, we were way out in the oh, desert I and you saw that. that shot of that uh, the, uh, of Declan's vehicle driving drow- up, and it was shot through the the, the you, again you had barbed wire, tangled, tangled barbed, barbed, wire. barbed wire. We had a lot of shots through bars, a lot of thr- shots through mm-hmm. grids. I mean, uh, again, they're carrying that theme from last week as well. So uh, I think they're just going to continue to do that to keep us, uh, r- remind us, we're, you know, because these are no longer hero shots, so to speak. We're seeing those things, those dirty shots with uh, all that stuff in the foreground or background. So that was interesting. But uh, so Declan makes this, uh, uh, well, he figures it out that there's more stuff. And he doesn't want the deal, which, of course, puts our guys in a worse a position.
3: Well, he doesn't want the deal because he wants the blue stuff off the market. Absolutely. So I I want it all or nothing. That's all you get. Which, again, I thought was a
1: weird thing. Why wouldn't you just take two-thirds of it off the market? I mean, I get why he's doing it, but it was like, man, I would have figured out how to take those. And then figure out how to deal with the rest. But I, I get, you know, again, I'm not a drug dealer. That's so. why
3: you're not in the meth business. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd be horrible. But what <laughs> I was wondering is,
5: they could have tricked Declan. In my mind, they could have, just like they diluted the yeah. stuff on the, the train. Same thing. I was like, why don't they dilute the two? No, gallon? Well, because he, first. Gave cool. him,
1: he gave him a gallon to test. It would have been easy to note the difference. I mean, if you can test that, you can test the, you know, 600. Or 1,000 yeah, gallons. So.
3: Exactly, yeah. yeah. Once you deliver the the yeah. six hundred and sixty. And I imagine somebody gallon. in that,
1: well, let's say uh, upper echelon of the uh, meth business would know what good methylamine is and what bad methylamine is or what percentage yeah. you need or whatever that kind of stuff is. So, but, um, so anyway, that takes uh, Jesse to Walt's place. And this is where we get finally, finally... I, they, they, you know, by the way, Walt's wearing that nice blue, uh, blue mesh shirt. I'm
3: sorry. Can we just go back one? that yeah. the, the the number of gallons that they're selling is 666. Yeah, I, yeah. no, yeah, six six six. Yeah, six, like, six. Yeah, I, yeah. And
5: Declan Devil. I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think of him for a villain?
3: I think he's fantastic because he's slightly, a little bit appealing, but but you know, terribly revolting at the same time. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I w- I thought he was a fantastic villain. I like okay. him. I don't know. I, I was, was waiting for him time.
5: to do something a little creepy. I, I just felt like it was a normal exchange for me. Like oh, but bargaining. it's coming. But it's coming. That's one
3: of the
1: things I thought was great about it. It was just, it was just normal. It was like, like, these guys are just selling, you know, It's widgets. just,
3: business. It's yeah, just business. business.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's taking it off the street. So uh, so the scene we have now with Walt and Jesse, and I thought it was great that, you know, that nobody's home and that, Je- you know, Walt's in there. He's finally having his scotch, you know, because nobody's there with him. You know? And he—he he, was the way he shot it too. By the way, the Heisenberg hat before. And he was wearing everything. blue. Yeah, for mm-hmm. the meth king. You're, you're 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 totally you totally me. You did pay attention film. to what we're talking about. I just said that five minutes ago, <laughs> did
2: you? Yes, I did. <laughs> Would you like Mike August comments? And I'll let you read them. <laughs> you
1: say that at, you know during the you know, say that during the uh, uh, catch of the week. I'll something. just say but the catch of the
5: week. <laughs> yeah. You know, he used to sit very slumped and he's saying that he's definitely, you know, sitting as straight as he can because if he didn't his crown would fall off. He said that in an interview. <gasps> Walt would He's now making sure that he's sitting as tall as possible Uh so his crown doesn't fall off. But
1: that was interesting. In this scene, he was lounging. He was sitting back. He was kind of frumpled. He's got his feet up and everything. But I thought it was after a while. The way they were shooting him, it was almost looking like he was in that mafia chair. You know, that you see. Yeah. A little like like a throne. throne. Yeah. And people coming to him in supplication. (laughs) Hey, please help us. You know, we can't do it without you. And I thought that part was great, too.
2: And he's just so calm about all the info he knows. Like, no one's home. Don't worry. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just in control of everything,
1: and we finally get to you know
2: what's dri- what's
1: been driving him. What's yes, been driving him, which is the whole backstory behind Gray Matter and why he is not with his uh, other uh, friends and colleagues. Business partners. Yeah. Well, we didn't actually know why. We didn't get to hear all the details about why, but we do know that what, uh, wh- how Gray Matter was formed and that he left and what it was worth. And, and he and
3: sold his share. Sold
1: his share. He sold his potential. Which is that's the thing. It was such
3: a that was a great line. I sold, sold his his potential. my potential for five thousand for a couple months rent. And his couple, child's birthright. He, he sold birthright. his potential for
1: five thousand dollars and his and his my child's birthright for a couple months rent. So that's and the fact that he's been looking at that every week. Every Friday. He's been looking at the you know that how much that great. company is worth every week. So you know that thing has been burning within him. So that's the thing that's been dry. He's never got his due. That's why he doesn't care. It's it is about the money, but it's really about the power and the empire and all that other stuff. Because yeah. rightfully he should be one of those owners, and his company should be worth over two billion dollars. And that's why
2: yeah. I think he initially didn't take the money, mm-hmm. you know, for for the cancer. Yeah, was because of that fact. It was that it was immediate thing, just to yeah. deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, he he wanted what was rightfully his, rather yeah. than just a handout.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. then then he saw what he was capable of. So, Wait a minute here. Hang on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the fact that that methylamine is worth $300 million after he cooks it, you know, $5 million, that's a chump change.
5: You know, I feel like he just wants to be respected for his brilliance, too. I mean, he yeah. even named the company Great matter, matter, which...
6: And why, Ben? Because it was founded by Walter White and Elliot Black. There you go. Great Matter. Also okay. Gretchen Schwartz. But Thank you. Yeah, She's not that a that color. didn't figure into the colors. <laughs> so
5: really. what's white and pink mint now? <laughs> 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 Slightly lighter. Meth pink blue <laughs> <laughs> turns out
1: to be meth blue. Meth blue. Who knew? So uh, uh, now let's talk about. Now we get to the sky coming in it's a uh, you know, what was it last week that she was talking about? How you can't tell me that the, that this isn't going to come at into our home. Isn't that the way she said it? Yeah. Yes. I think it was two <laughs> weeks now ago, but yeah, it's two weeks ago. Whatever mm-hmm. it was. So it now it is in her home, cause literally before this, it, the, the, no but nothing from the outside wor- from the at business had ever entered into their home. that especially. she knew that she knew the cr- clearly yeah, but now I mean you know thankfully it 's Jesse and not somebody. Uh, you know, <laughs> to kill like, everybody. Yeah. What was it? I loved how Aaron Paul was doing when he first oh when the uh, when the knock at the door came. He was so. Oh my He's god! So scared. I, yeah, he, he was like out. a teenage kid. Yeah, he was like a teenager, and the parents are. Oh my god! Put the put the joint out. You know that kind of thing. That's what oh. it looked like.
2: But, because so. that's what Walt has taught him to be like. Yeah. Well, in front of his entire home life. No, well, not only that, but that's what Jesse is. I mean, he
1: stopped really maturing in that in some degree. at mm-hmm. you know at that age because he didn't really have a father figure to speak of to help him through that time. Yeah.
5: I think this is this dinner is finally what Jesse always wanted. Oh, you know? yeah. It's like the Im- that, the Empire family, but that, he's finally with that, mother and father at the table, and it's just him. Nobody else.
1: And that's what I've kind of been alluding to this whole time, talking about how he wants a family and all that other stuff. But this isn't
4: quite the way he pictured it.
1: <laughs> Not really. But, you know, it is the family dynamic. They're sitting at the dinner <laughs> table, the, the three of
2: them are eating. You know, he's doing his best to
1: have some play
2: conversation did mom how was
5: your day but i think <laughs> i
2: think not doing even his i think initially he's he's just giddy about the whole thing i mean yes. his smile like he should win an emmy based on the yeah. little <laughs> scene in well, itself
1: and it's kind of a payback you know because it was two three weeks ago when uh, he invited jesse i'm seeing why i invited walt to stay at andrea's and have dinner with them or that's drink a great or something
6: point like that so this is like did you guys you know, see where jesse sat at the table yeah, right in the middle. And and yeah, flinch. he sat. No, he didn't take Walter Jr.'s. He took the seat that's always empty. Junior oh. always takes uh-huh. the one on the left, and there's always one empty on the other side. Yeah, there you go. Did Jesse not bank it.
1: Good catch, Ben. You're welcome. You're but Walter
5: Junior's out busy with his car, Marie says.
1: Absolutely. Which I think is another uh, reason why we should, uh, you know, it, it, it points to our, our, I don't remember whose prediction it was, that he might end up dying in that mm-hmm. thing. That was her. Kristen's. It was Kristen's. cell. Anyway, so
3: I, I also just wanted to talk that about Aaron Paul's comedic timing in this, <laughs> uh, in this scene. You know, yeah. for such an incredibly dark show and an incredibly dark situation, yeah. he was really funny.
1: He was. It was. It was. A, it was. It, a, it I was loved a, it. It just. Made I loved me the laugh. scene for that many reasons. There was so much going on that wasn't really being talked about, and then it was comedic as well as awkward. And then there, all that anger and resentment underneath between Walter, between and, Walter Sky and Sky. Yeah. I thought it was really firing on those levels.
5: You know, he could have talked about the meat or the potatoes, but he picked the green beans of all the things, like the smallest thing on the plate that everyone looks over yeah. and he's like, what happened to advertising, talking about the scabby yeah. cheese?
1: Yeah, but, and it was also great that he said, my mom makes them like this. I mean, yeah. it, it was he <laughs> was sounding like a, a, a teenager who had yeah. been invited over to his friend's house and the parents made dinner for him. Yeah,
2: Thank And, he, and he, he found out yeah. like a kid normally would, like, oh, hey, the parents are getting divorced. <laughs> and <Yeah>. you're like, <laughs> wh- yeah, just Whoop. awkward of like, okay, I'll just drink the water. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, and Skylar getting
1: all boozed up. Oh, yeah, didn't didn't touch the food. Yeah. Oh,
5: that just was great. Drink,
1: drink and drink.
5: What else did he tell you about me? Oh, yeah. He didn't tell you about the fair?
1: <laughs> and, of course, Walt capping it off with... You know, this is all I have left, and I'm going. Well, no,
5: no, you get five
1: million bucks. You could get not only could you could do whatever you want with that five million bucks, and probably get your wife and your
5: family back, and then, you know, do something with the five million bucks. You know, speaking to that, I mean, Walt's illusion of control over all these circumstances. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Is he at this point delusional as to what's going on? Yeah,
1: he's got a goddamn business. Yeah, he's delusional like crazy. That he really thinks he's going to be able to do this better than Gus Fring, uh, because he defeated Gus Fring. Therefore, I won't make the same mistakes, and I'm going to win. That's what I think he's thinking.
3: I think so too. And but he doesn't have the network set up. He clearly needs Mike. And when Mike was saying, "I'm out," yeah, and and he's going, "Well, you got to teach Jesse what you know, because I don't know that stuff." You know, yeah. he, he's that's ridiculous it's to think crazy. that he can just take it all over.
1: But he's got a great product. He does like have a great, great product. product. He's just got to get it to market. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, that ending stop.
1: stuff with him saying, this is all I have left and you want to take it away from me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going, no. I mean, uh, that's how delusional it is. He thinks, Jesse. no, mm-hmm. Jesse's not. He's trying to find you a way out, but he can't see it. That's how you were talking about how delusional he is. So delusional, he can't see the way out.
5: Even Jesse says, I don't know what else to tell you, Mr. Yep. White. $5 million is not pennies. Oh, man. All
1: right. So... Let's get let's get to the big scene with uh, he and you know he and my
2: well uh, just real fast also yeah. just they were also talking about legacy like you want to be known oh for yeah being right yeah. Th- is th- that
3: really something to be proud of yeah, a meth think. empire
2: yeah like we're in it for the money yeah you know and the money's great get out
1: yeah but and clearly he's not in it the money's just kind of a byproduct he's in it for
2: all recognition.
1: kinds of other recognition.
2: Uh, you know. well, but even uh, so, uh, you know, we could, t- and I'm sorry to cut you off, we could talk about the brilliance of Walter White, you know, if you want to mm-hmm. talk about pride and things like that, but he can't share anything. The no. fact that, again, how he really defeated Gus with, yeah. with the ricin and things yeah. like that, you can't share that no. with Jesse, because you hurt Jesse.
1: I think that's his undoing. Though. He wants people to know how brilliant, he wants them to know he's Heisenberg. In fact, in the coming ups, we saw that.
3: Right, that's definitely his. You undoing. know who
1: I am. I'm damn right. Yeah, he's yeah, and right. he
3: he he obviously had great pride in his work in creating the blue math, and you know there was a lot of accomplishment for mm-hmm. him there. But I, I, what you say, Phil, is so is so true that he can't. Capitalize, you no. know. It's not like you're going to see his company on the Nasdaq. He's it's never gonna like going to get what he wants. To be able to hear, read about him in the Wall Street Journal, right? Because he's never going to get. That.
1: He's never going to get what he wants because what he wants out of this, he can't get from this business. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh,
3: Just like the meth this. addicts, the yeah. hole that you cannot fill. Drugs will not <laughs> fill it. This job will not <laughs> yeah. fill it. Making meth for people will not fill that. But hole. It, it, is he self-destructive right? in the sense
2: yes. that he's going to be? the the idea of Heisenberg's gonna become so big and because he knows Hank is after it yeah. uh eventually, you know, he can make himself get caught yes. in that regard and then he's gonna be standing on top of the mountain and yeah. be like I am Heisenberg yes. and then <laughs> that's it. That's the end of him. <laughs> yeah, because and I think that's what and I'm then, saying. And he's then showing he those leaks <laughs> that he has with
1: showing the watch and, you know, being you know, he should mm-hmm. never have shown that stuff. Yeah. He sh- he should have stayed under wraps, he should have stayed in that that fern green Pontiac <laughs> car, whatever it was. <laughs> yes. Not buying the. I mean, he's just calling attention to stuff. Was only going to get him in the big trouble. That's yep. it. There's just no way out of that. So, and, and he's now he's stealing. <laughs> speaking of a meth addict, he's stealing, the, you know, right out from his partners. The meth. Trying to, yeah, trying to. Yeah, trying to. Yeah. Of course, Mike. Of course, still, he's not a real. You know, still not. Uh, he's not smarter than everybody because Mike knows. So he is, as great a chess player as he is, Mike outsmarts him on that one. So and again j- just like uh you know Hank says everybody, even if he is a professional, everybody makes mistakes, so there's that mistake, so he he thinks he may be smarter, maybe a better chess player, but he's not, obviously because Mike caught him, so all right, so let's get to it I <laughs> mean, the big I think scene. Walt
5: kind of let him catch him though what? And, uh, I mean, I was waiting for Walt to do something to Mike, I was just like, really you're gonna let him tie you up to this. So what do you mean he let
1: him catch him? You mean you thought he would, he th- you think?
5: Oh, not, not let him walk in on him, but the part where, you know, he's then tied up by Mike. Uh-huh. I felt like, really, Walt, you're not going to fight this at all?
6: I think he understood uh, yeah. it was a losing battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, no no that's w- what I, agree. No I think. That, that shows Mike how smart is he is. Armed, Mike is stronger. He could just get, he's out, a of yeah, could get like out of it. Better fighter than I am. He could get out of it. He knows is all gone. my
3: secrets. The
1: smart move is to you know s- sit sit and hang low and wait because I don't have there's no opportunity. I don't have the advantage right now. So
3: he's just waiting for that's the that. I think then. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too.
1: And so, okay. And then the other thing is, okay. On the downside, if this deal goes through, I have five million bucks at least. But right. I don't think he's waiting for that. I'm just saying, price. there's there's no advantage of me to try to out, uh, out strong this guy, out beat this guy, out fight him because, he can't. Mm-mm. So I just thought it showed him being smart.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So and it turned out it, it, it w- was because he found a way out. So how do, what do you think about his method for getting away those? Wow. Ridges? I thought he was wow. gonna zip wow. ties catch fire. You what? thought he would catch thought fire? I
6: thought his shirt was gonna catch fire and something bad yeah, would happen it would have been interesting how would you explain that to everyone like
1: Hank Yeah, how about Sean I mean that shows the depth of his commitment at least I mean I think it was a crazy idea and stuff and I don't know how much I believe you can actually bite through a copper cord but hey if it gives you the right motivation you can do anything so but that and I mean, like
3: the most tender skin on your body yes. practically right there Which and I'm just aha, uh-huh.
1: right, right shocked by the way. I mean, how do they get <sighs> that? I mean, I, was that CG? Did anybody know? I mean, does anybody hear anything yet?
2: I have not.
6: That was well, good stuff. I'm guessing it probably wasn't because uh in the beginning of season 3, he actually he's trying he starts burning his money. I don't know if you guys remember this. He burns his money in the barbecue mm-hmm. and catches fire. Yes, he actually was on fire in that scene. Oh my god! He, uh, He'd be on he fire w-
2: for a little bit. I feel like f- the inner child in me. I, I you know, the what? pyro. Well, he and me. the, hey, the pyro, in you, you would. He could probably he be He wore on fire the protective, you
6: know, all that yeah. important stuff. But yeah, he actually set himself on fire for the show. Wow! So. I You know, don't know,
5: I have to bring this up. I know people uh-huh. might give me crap about it, but uh, Vince Gilligan is Catholic, by the way. Oh, okay. And that him burning, choosing the most tender side, uh-huh. reminded me of stigmata, okay. which is the wounds of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. that people bear the body of the wounds of Jesus Christ, and he uh-huh. does have a God complex, and yeah. I just feel like this is one more sacrifice he's making for his family, yeah. and okay. that's, you know, why so he chooses to do it Another
1: there. wound that will, uh, or a scar, pick that will, up. Scar. Mm-hmm. That will uh, you know solidify his commitment to yeah exactly because he
5: could have done it yeah anywhere else
1: well you know as they say it doesn't you know you can burn yourself the key is not minding so <laughs> exactly so <laughs> no, so does that no uh, you know there are going to be people out there that are probably going to try that right to see if you could actually do it so please don't do that no. oh my
4: gosh <laughs> leave it to
3: MacGyver <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Cranston is a what?
1: professional that's right <laughs> this closed course real professional do not try this at all
3: It was a gruesome scene, though. It was really, you know, it was what we love about Breaking Bad. (laughs) It was a gruesome scene. It was really painful to watch. And uh, and I loved it.
5: And one step further to the dark side. Mm -hmm. He's not making those baby steps towards good anymore. That's gone out the window. I think fans of Walter White have stopped maybe watching even at this point.
1: Uh, well, I think I don't know if they stopped watching. I've certainly sure there's been a f- there's been many that are going. I can't sympathize with them. Stop anymore. rooting but for him, yeah, right. But, but they still they still think they're interested because they want to know how this ends.
2: Mm-hmm. I think so too. And and after all, what is evil but an otherwise extension of good intentions or moral?
1: Ooh. Very. good. <laughs> What's
2: up? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Come no, you up. could you could do this that way. Uh, I'm going to take a lot of shit for this. <laughs> but all right, Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, patriotism taken to the extreme. huh. That's right. Right. Okay. And I could give many more examples, but... That's not... <laughs> yeah, that one—that was quite that was powerful, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to take this. a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah you are, okay, right. but so I'm just trying to illustrate y- a point. Y-
1: yeah, you're not exalting that; you're just saying that that's an example. Correct.
2: Correct. Send your it. complaints
6: right. to Phil, Phil <laughs> after at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs>
2: Thanks for giving out my
6: personal <laughs> <laughs> email
1: address. And his phone number
5: is—where's my phone? All
1: right. <laughs> 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 we can pretty much. How about Saul bringing Saul back? Let's talk
3: about Saul and his snappy
1: dressing. Oh, and his snappy dialogue. I mean, I was really enjoying that. The writers had a fun field day writing that scene. That was a lot of fun. I kind of think, and the one right after too. But you know,
5: is that you got to think he, maybe he um, does some of that, you know, on the spot himself, comes up with that as he is a comedian. Well,
1: well, every time we talk to them, they all say it's they all say on everything's scripted. There's no improv. I mean, everything you see in here is yep. on the page. I've read so, that many times. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. I'm gonna believe them when they say it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, but you know, and and again, uh, you know, the great snappy dialogue, <laughs> and afterwards, t- I mean, the tiaro, and then. Uh, for those of you who don't know the reference to Uncle Milty, and oh God, <laughs> Google it, bing it, sorry, bing it, bing it, bing it, bing it, it. Bing it. Thank you, please so bing it. So yeah, look looked that up. <laughs> You'll enjoy. So uh, uh, you don't want to explain it. All well, I'll, 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 I'll say is that he, uh, Hank, because of them uh, issuing that uh, temporary restraining order, it just piqued Hank's uh, bulldoggedness, and now he's gonna. What does he say? He has, I can't remember what the term he uses, but basically he has a hard-on uh, uh, that Uncle Milty would be... Of
6: Uncle Milty
1: proportions. Of Uncle Milty proportions. Uncle Milty refers to Milton Berle, who is widely reported to have a r- a rather... Be very well in down. Very well in <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Thank uh, you right. very much. So that's what that reference is for those younger people. <laughs> all right. I've <laughs> never heard that. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. And on that note...
5: <laughs> well, so I, basically, uh, Saul tells him yeah. it's time to pull the ripcord yeah, right exactly. now, you know, if... If well, you're gonna do it, do it now.
2: So uh, by the way, I mean, you know, just in s- again the Hank and um, Walt relationship somehow. Saul's, Hank, Walt's lawyer. Yeah. Eventually, somehow that's got to play in. Yeah.
1: I, you know, but he's really good at playing every all sides. Saul's amazing. Yeah. I,
2: I think he, he he left Hank confused. He was like, "Who is this guy?" When We're at the at, after at that at that meeting, at that meeting uh-huh. of like you're spewing so much BS. Yeah. And yet, like I have to a comply by it, yeah. and b what the hell? Is yeah, going this guy on? who looks
1: like such a clown.
2: You know, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was a, a whole joke, joke but yeah.
1: again,
5: restraining order against the DEA.
1: Love it, and of all things for stalking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so
2: for doing their job.
5: Oh, and and yeah. because of his mental and physical stress that they have caused him.
2: Yeah. Sorry for an old just man, senior citizen. Exactly. Yeah, there you go, senior <laughs> citizen. Something <laughs>
5: nice <laughs> that they said though was "some hurts only show on the inside," right. which could be true for Walt oh, it's
1: as a, well. Very, yeah. Uh, you know the one thing w- we didn't talk about. I want this is what I wanted to finish with, uh, but the way that Walt was talking to Jesse about the selling out—you would sell out for f- for a measly five million. Pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. The whole thing. You, c- I mean, for me, obviously, it was just him rem- talking to his younger self do not do this again. Do not. I mean, he's been aching with this for how long? 20 years? Yeah. That he sold out early. He gave up all his potential. And Now this kid's right in front of him. It's his own reflection. It's, he's saying it to himself. This is probably what he's been saying is, if I ever get this opportunity again, I won't make the same mistake. Yes. So he, there's no going back for him. Not that you know, we obviously knew that ahead, but this is what's been driving him. And I just thought that was so well conceived that they were able to bring that out by talking to Jesse. Did anybody else uh, clue into that, or did anybody else have any take on that, that he was...
5: I mean, I thought that whole thing was the best part of the episode. The fact that we finally found out, hey, there's something else motivating Walter White here. And and now it makes sense why he didn't accept the money early on, and why he kept going, and why this was so important to him. I mean, it kind of just echoes throughout everything that we've seen already. And it further intensifies, like, why he's continuing this path. Yep.
1: Um, are we are we have time for to go to News and Gotham. Let's
2: do
0: news. Yeah, okay, so look it. when we
1: come back, we're going to uh, we'll, we'll no obviously do News and no Gotham. Oh, we're just going to go, gonna go, go and right straight ahead. I beg right right oh. right, John this. didn't get the memo. I yeah. didn't yeah. get that memo. TV News.
0: Go ahead.
5: Okay. Variety Magazine wrote an article saluting Summer Stands Out and gave Breaking Bad the Never Disappointing Award. Um, also, we just... In an interview with Marie, she was asked how long it took to get the chemistry established with Hank. And she said they actually met in the audition room and they discussed that the script was funny. And after that, they both read it differently. So that was interesting wow. as well. And Dean Norris said that there's a more chilling scene coming up with Holly, the baby. Ooh. So I'm looking forward
4: to that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
1: Okay. So what we got from Zap to it, it's been out. There's a story there that the real, a real life Walter White in Alabama, <laughs> a real life Walter White, is wanted for making and selling meth. And he, they he found was, him. Yeah, they captured him. They captured him of, of all
6: places at a treatment facility. <laughs>
1: the irony of that.
4: The guy's name
6: is Walter White. He's a 55 year old man. Yeah. It's he was cooking crystal meth. It's just.
5: I mean, do you guys think he was inspired by the show? No, no,
6: I doubt he's even yeah. seen <laughs> he's the show. Inspired to be because he's a
1: drug addict and he was doing everything exactly. He wanted show.
6: drugs and I money.
5: I mean, what are the coincidences though? Any name in the world? Yeah, yeah. your name's yeah. Walter White. Uh, it's Perfect. not that
1: uncommon. So
5: what's the chances? Yeah,
1: so. Awesome anyway, so that's all we for so go I got for news. Let's to catches our catches of the week. Catches of the week. Thank you very much.
2: All right. So uh, Hank has a rubber duck on his desk, a symbol that he wants kids. Perhaps it probably is one of Holly's toys that he brought to work. Interesting. Ah. And uh, Marie is also wearing yellow in the photo on Hank's desk. So when, when paired with the yellow duck, symbolizes Hank's family.
4: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: it appears that Jesse was at fault for Todd killing the kid. If Jesse didn't tell Todd that there there can't be any witnesses, then maybe Todd wouldn't have shot the kid. That could explain why yeah. Jesse has been wearing red through this season. Uh, well, we,
1: we talked about that last week. So,
2: uh, And the name Walter means uh, ruler of an army, while Hank means ruler of an estate, and Jesse means God exists. Interesting. And, uh, I like uh, that. Let's see if there's... Uh, Lydia has nine lives. Once again, dodges a bullet from Mike. Yeah. Uh, you know, the question of what does the tarantula symbolize? They spin webs to entrap enemies and shed their skin. Perhaps this relates to the continued shedding of Walt into Heisenberg. Plus, this sets the theme, imprisonment, through the episode, and the tarantula has the tables turned on it being entrapped by the kids.
1: Okay. Thank you for your... Candy. Thank you,
2: Mike August. The thing, this is why this is really important to us. You know, like a lot... Of, uh, a lot of podcasts
1: that, that, that do Breaking Bad, they they spend a couple of days after the shows, and they they get to do research and you know read on the winter inter interweb. So to speak about everybody else's opinions and things like that. we don 't do that we like to come out first we like to, we, we like to come out ten minutes after the show airs and the reason why we do that is we want to start the conversation but we want you guys to continue it so we appreciate it when you come back with catches of the week or things that we didn 't think of or didn't have time to talk about because uh, that continues the conversation so and, and continues uh, you know enjoying the, f- the show and the after show so we appreciate all yeah. your
2: uh, and we genuinely love your opinions yes so the, we do. the stuff you guys send is really thought provoking and you guys all are yeah. I love the fans of the show. They're right. all very and smart. And, and yeah. since we,
1: we we don't have the time to do all that research. Or just the perspective. own has perspective. a different exactly. perspective. Yeah. So we want to. We, we encourage you to do that. We like it when you do that, and thank you very much for doing so. All right. That takes us right to predictions. So let's get in there.
0: And now you're after Buzz TV.
2: I don't have the luxury of seeing anything that's coming up. Oh, you didn't see, oh,
1: you, you see Oh, well. Oh I didn't see the coming ups either. Oh, that's right. You didn't. Well, okay. Uh, well, obviously, the, uh, Heisenberg actually meets up with Declan with, with some blue meth. Uh-oh. A big bag of it. A big bag of it. we or big enough, anyway. So we know that that meeting is going to go down. So we don't know what the plan is because we left this episode with saying, you know, we, you know, everybody wins. So we don't know what the plan is. So ne- I'm sure n- uh, next week we'll get to find out what the, what Walter's idea is where everybody wins. Well, it wins.
2: just ties back to, I know we talked about it on our when it happened, but um, Mike feeding the chickens and saying, yeah. relax, there's enough grain for everybody. Right. So, you know what?
1: And the it hungry, hungry hippos, not, uh, you know, everybody grabbing and being greedy. So, all right. And yeah, so back. so. Just has an idea ahead.
6: maybe i this obviously i'm gonna be wrong of course <laughs> I in, but uh maybe walt wants to partner up with declan and use him as an extension of his empire he's trying to create maybe, so that you think they might want
1: to join forces
6: and he then he brings a bag of cooked meth potentially like what he did with tuco right like, here's, here's a sample here's a bag uh if he guys offering? like it uh-huh. i don't know maybe uh a sample of his product see how well it sells in the area mm-hmm. and then Walt could be their new And therefore supplier. they double
1: their territory? Yeah. And so and they handle distribution. I don't have to. Mm-hmm, yeah. Maybe. No, that would be an easy way to do doesn't it. But that still
5: doesn't solve that Jesse and Mike just want out. And but this is going to have to continue but if they have to cook. That's true, but
1: Jesse likes the idea because he's the one that's telling it's you know, a win tells win, Mike, it's, it's a win-win. you got to pay wins. attention. That, you know, J- he, Jesse might get what he wants. He, might, he says he's going to get his five million. He <laughs> might be out. So, you know, I mean, that's I th- a great plan is to go with uh, Declan. Here, you got the distribution figured out. i got, I got the, the product. product. That solves a lot of his
4: problems.
5: Mm-hmm. So he'll let Jesse and Mike out. and
4: But, but here's he the thing. It solves, it solves
2: his problem, yeah. but it doesn't solve the problem of the Empire. I, th- I feel like eventually he's just going to be another pawn. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, t- to your point, Tammy, um, Walt wants to learn distribution. That's the one thing he right. doesn't <laughs> know. But,
1: but I think it's a great idea to say, look, I'll you can get have my product. But you stay on your side of the territory, and he can still have his empire. I think he's going to. He's well, gonna build. Sure, eventually. of course he will. But the ultimate prediction right. is he's going to. Yeah. Like
2: Alexander the Great, I want more. Of course, yeah. you can never have enough. There's no such thing as a win-win in Walter White's <laughs> world. <laughs> Not anymore. They're just isn't. Yeah,
1: that's right. They're just <laughs> isn't. We well, it, it when it you have a god complex. It's hard yeah. to do.
2: And especially since he's always won, he's always there's always been a win lose, and he's always been losing. So now he
6: wants you win got everything. to lose.
3: That's yeah. Right. I win, so you lose. He's yeah. going to
1: let him win for a while until he takes it all away.
3: Yep. That's right.
6: I yep. know it's not going to go down that simply because yes. Walt is no, going to be a possibly. terrible person again. Because yes. <laughs> in the trailer alone for next week, he says to Jesse, uh, if you leave, you get nothing. You get nothing. Yeah. So, so Jesse's yeah. not going to get out Jesse's of it. Stuck. Even though he may want out of it.
1: He doesn't get his five mil. We right didn't
6: on. see uh, Ricky Damn. Hitler at all.
2: No,
1: we didn't. So what is the future of Todd? What do we think?
2: I uh, I think I think he's he right-hand man.
1: He'll be back somehow. Cause you know. I think
2: in, if I was Walter White, I'd be like, you know what? This might be a good replacement for Jesse. Not as smart yet,
1: mm-hmm. but has potential. But certainly seems ready and willing to do what's necessary.
3: No lie. Yeah. You know,
5: you know yeah. What? I feel like Walt is so attached to Jesse, though he wouldn't even want a replacement. Because he is just, he is actually, a, that's the one person I feel like that he's still emotionally attached to in this whole story.
1: Yeah, I, I would have thought that a couple of weeks ago. I don't, yeah. be- I don't believe it anymore. I'm with I, you. D- I, don't, I don't think he, I, I, I think he still cares about him. I don't think he's tied to him. I think the fact that he whistled r- like that is like he's lost that kind of ability to and care. And the fact
2: that he doesn't feel bad for the Ryson. Yeah, you know, I think he's lost that. Yeah, you know, he might have thought I it mean, that he
1: wasn't basically. Jesse. He never really cared for him. I mean, the way he, the way okay. the things he'd been doing. So. But
5: like we said last week, who's he going back for when he has all those guns in his trunk? It might be Jesse. I feel like yeah. at the end of this, Jesse is the person he cares about, and I don't. Th- I think he would let everything go for Jesse if it came down to Jesse's life. Yeah. That's my own opinion. Okay, I can't.
1: I can't join that. No,
3: I, I can't understand. either. I, I can't understand. Either.
1: But but I think that's a worthy. Uh,
3: I, I would like to think you were right, <laughs> but I don't. Well, I think, it, I, mean, <laughs> I think
1: eventually it'll be about the family rather than Jesse. Okay, I don't. Yeah. He is. That's his it. Let's wrap though. this up. Ben, lead us out.
2: All right. Any last words from anybody? <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening as always. Yeah. Yes. Heaven and Maria should be back next week. Yes. yes. Uh, and where can they find you oh, guys? Oh, yes.
3: you can find me on uh, Twitter at Tamara Berg, T A M A R A B E R G, and my website is TamaraCentral.com. You can find me at
5: Cinematic Escape on Twitter, and you can Bing Cinematic Escape as well, and that's my blog.
2: There you go. And that oh. helps continue the conversation via that's these right. guys. If you tweet with them, I'm sure they, they'll respond. Uh, you can find me on other shows here at AfterBuzz TV, and, of course, uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up for AfterBuzz in the future.
1: All right, so keep on listening and yeah. tuning in. Thank you very much. On behalf of
2: Ben Bottomley,
1: Phil Svitek, Kristen Snyder, and Tamara Berg, I'm John coming forward to saying thank you very much. We'll see you next time.